morning and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies and merchandise. My name is Sinead. My name is Kate. Hi, how's it going? I'm pretty good, Kate. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Back, back to our, oh sorry, you were going to say it as well, back to our normal studio yeah. this week. We're both back in the same country now, which is nice. Oh yeah, forgot that we weren't <laughs> even in the same countries. We're doing it some, um, I was say transatlantic, but it was not that at all. Trans Irish Channel. <laughs> the Ick. Irish Sea. <laughs> Whatever it was. Um, yeah, how's your week been? How has my week been? It's been fine. I went to Mayo. Very nice. Took four hours. Lovely. Two train changes. Wonderful. Went to the lovely little area of Ballina. Lovely. Yeah. Went to a lovely Catholic wedding. It was great. God bless us all. I stood up and down about five times during that ceremony. Yeah, there's a lot of playing the uppy downy game. Yeah, he was like, and now we stand, and now you may sit, and now we stand, and now you may sit. And I was like, what is going on? It was an hour and 45 minutes, I'd say, the ceremony. That's insane. Yep, there was a lot of rambling. <laughs> oh, Christ. Literally. We, we were like, oh, the priest hasn't had a, had a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A crowd in a while. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> priest, a priest obviously hasn't had a nice audience in a while. Gonna just get it all out there. Oh, dear. But it was a lovely, it was a five course meal. Beautiful. Yeah, it's quail. Never eaten quail before. Ooh. What else did I have? There was a citrus sorbet in the middle as a palate cleanser. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was a nice meal. It was fabulous. Lovely. Yeah, and we went to Token on Sunday. Very good. It was a lovely Ed's birthday. Happy birthday, Ed. Yeah, it's I a week late, but still. <laughs> when's Token, they've extended out into another space, but it wasn't open. Oh. Yeah, you couldn't go in there. Because I know Keelan has done the artwork that's in the new space, so all the new artwork that's in there is uh, done by Keelan. No, I didn't get to see it. Doors were closed. That's sad. We weren't allowed in. But we did get food. Was it nice? Yeah, it was. Oh, that's good. Got the cheapskate deal, which is actually a really good deal. What's the cheapskate deal? You get a main, a side, you can get a beer that isn't a rotation beer so a beer they have all the time okay or unlimited soda lovely then 10 tokens for a 21 euro that's really not bad yeah it was really good hmm might need to drag breath back there soon i mean i'm shit at all the games in there so when me and a when me and ed would play like a double player game yeah i'd die within maybe the first 15 seconds and he'd get a good like three to four minutes out of his one token the only game i was any good at was the WWE game because I would always ju- I would always pick the Undertaker and just keep pressing the button and uh, Brett would get really annoyed because seemingly I wasn't playing it right. <laughs> it's not my fault you were losing. We played the Spider-Man game and I was literally just mashing the button. Oh yeah, no, I'm terrible at that. Me and me and Ed were both just mashing the buttons and I somehow died within like the first four seconds and he just kept. I was like, we're literally doing the same thing. Yeah. I was like, this is bullshit. Frustrating. So that was it. That's what I did. That was me. And here I am. Very nice. Back with you. Very nice. How about you? I was in London for work. um, And then, well, I say London. Lovely, sunny slough. It was actually pretty sunny, in fairness. Um, And then I went to Manchester for the weekend, Mm. which was very nice. I had never been to Manchester before. Um, Went into the lovely Disney store in the Arendelle Centre. Which I always like to call Arendelle. Even though I know it's not. That's I, I know how it's spelled. There's, there's a gap in Arendelle as well. But I'm like, mm, Arendelle. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was lovely. They have a big Sully statue that's very fluffy. and it's a, Is it a pop-up store there? No. Oh, it's a real store? Yeah. Wow. Um, they have the pixie dust floor. Mm. 
and yeah we went in, we went in twice the second time that we went in we'd been to a bottomless brunch and had many mimosas uh-huh. and then me and Alva decided to play a really really um professional game for two ex-cast members where we tried to see how many uh, mics we could fit on Sully oh wow I'd say the cast members loved you for that we got fun <laughs> terribly excited um and then we were taking selfies and my old district manager was right there wow lovely that's where we were taking pictures i was like lovely do you think she noticed you i recognized you would doubt it because i she wasn't my district manager while i was a manager oh right she was only ever district manager when i was a cast member and when you're a lowly cast member the district managers really don't care no so unless they're also your store managers let's not get into that (laughs) but anyways so last week we covered off all the exciting parks news from d23 we did yes and this week we're flogging d23 like a dead horse (laughs) so we're gonna drag it out for another week and we're gonna talk everything that came from the studios panel and also from the disney plus panel as well so we can kind of see what we're most excited about can i just say i'm so annoyed that Disney Plus isn't starting in Ireland because I would 100% have paid that $128 founder membership and thing. got a little pin. And got a little pin. Lovely. It's like if you were a founding member person of D23 to sign up to it. Yeah. you. It was only like $128 for however long, which worked out like $3 a month. I think it was 150 40 including tax oh okay so because Americans are weird um but yeah and you didn't even have to have because I think there's a couple levels of D23 membership you can have but they're like free one that you just sign up for which I feel like we really should um that one you got the deal included in it and it was $140 for three years that's just insane that's so cheap it's so much content so much content but all they've kind of said in the press release is that we'll have it within two years that's it'll be fully rolled out within long. two years it's too long and I'm like god damn it it'll all depend on Sky <laughs> yeah well, that'll be the deciding factor for here but we will get on to discussing all of that much later on but in the meantime we should probably get on with the news <laughs> okay so first on the news we have our pins we finally have spoopy pins oh thank god so uh literally yesterday the pin release um was done for disneyland paris Mm -hmm. it's lovely in orange it is for halloween yay so starting off on saturday the 7th of september we basically have the majority of the halloweeny pins we have three lilo and stitch ones we've got stitch as a vampire stitch the pumpkin and stitch with lilo yeah lilo's dressed up as a little witch and she's holding like a little pumpkin on a chain. Yeah, why? I was about to say, why is it on a chain? I don't know. And Stitch is in his little devil outfit, which is super cute. And his little basket says boo. Oh, so it does. That's adorable. So they run from six ninety nine to seven ninety nine to nine ninety nine. Then Ooh. we have the head of Mickey in a pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, which is super cute. It looks like the pumpkin that is at the top of Main Street in Disneyland um, but they've also added a bit of green to it yeah a bit of shading so that's six ninety nine. Mm-hmm. then we've got Vampire Mickey Witchy Minnie and Lantern Donald <laughs> Donald looks terrifying he does he's very creepy isn't he he almost looks like I know you hate the Muppets but you know in Muppets A Christmas Carol yes where it's Marley and Marley yes. he looks like one of them 
Yeah, Breffney has said that he wants that Donald one. He looks like Marley or Marley. Hmm, thank you. So they, no, Mickey and Minnie are $6.99 each, and then Donald is $9.99. Then we went down to the bottom, we've got some nice double packs. So we have Chippendale or Tick and Tack as Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster. Honestly, like, this makes me so happy. I love it. Like, I need these. Like... Frankenstein is Frankenstein's monster is my favourite classic monster so and I love Chip and Dale so this is a must do Chip and Dale they're so cute they're 12 99 then the next double pack we have is a boo ghost that's what I'm calling it and the same sort of design as the other Mickey pumpkin head except this one's black with orange shading it's like an emo pumpkin it is I don't know why it's black to be honest I love it it's cute but it's cute Um, and they're also 12 99 for a double pack then we have Dingo Halloween. So we've got a Goofy who is dressed up like a werewolf. Yeah, he's dressed up like Wolfman. That's the one. He's six ninety nine. Then we've Pluto who is mummified with a green tongue. His name's King Pup. But not... Oh, right. Yeah, sorry. That's what he's like, called in the American version. Yeah. King Pup, which I just think is the That's cutest cute. freaking thing. Um, they're about six ninety nine each as well. And then we have my favourite one out of the whole release, which is a Winnie the... Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. It's because I saw S and I got... So it's called Booster Winnie Family Halloween. So it's Winnie the Pooh Booster Pack. So you've got Pooh Bear dressed up as a skeleton. You've got Piglet with little bat wings. Yeah. Tigger has... I think he's dressed as a devil. devil. And then Eeyore is dressed as a little witch with a little witchy hat. And he has a broom. Oh, he's so cute. And that booster pack is 20 euros. That's really good value for money. So that's a fiver a pin. Yeah. So they're really cute. So they're all the ones coming out on the 7th. They're all open edition. Woohoo. Then we move on to the 13th. And there is... These, I think, are exclusive to the event. The 100 character soiree. Yeah, and they're annual pass holder ones as well. Ooh. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it's an annual pass event. Oh, yes. Sorry. That makes 100% sense. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute. 100%. (laughs) in a minute so they're both actually the same design just one of them has Dr. Facilier with the evil queen and the other one has Maleficent with Ursula yeah so it's the Disneyland Paris castle with some like green flamey background oh, and yeah. then it says villains Disneyland Paris and they're both 1599 each they're limited to 700 and they both oh they don't need Lime Brady but they are released at 10 o'clock and they're only available at the event. I would really like the Maleficent Nursla one. However, we're we not there. What a, what a surprise. Though. But it's very pretty. Then moving on to the 14th of September, we have Jack and Sally holding hands and looking lovely into each other's eyes. Yeah. With their $7.99. We've got this really cute baby Sven. It it almost feels like he should have come out with that collection. Was it last month or the month before? They yeah, had like Pegasus and stuff. I wonder. And maybe did, he was delayed. Yeah, I wonder did something happen? And they were like, yeah, just chuck him in with that before Christmas there. No one knows. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Fen for six nine nine. And then there's like, it's Jack, but it's not um, Sandy Claus. It's just Jack with the Christmas hat. It's actually kind of cute. And but he's kind of cutesified. Yeah. Like his waist is cinched in and his head's bigger than his body. Yeah. And he's seven nine nine. So he's quite cute. He's cute. I do like that pin. I'd be interested to see it in person. Yeah. It probably looks better in person. Then there's some exclusive ones for the 14th as well. And they do require Lime Broody reservation. So you've got World's Best Friends, Timon and Pumba. Again. This will actually make sense. This one makes sense. Good stuff. So that's fifteen ninety nine. Then we have these ca- carousel ones. Very pretty. That are very nice, but also too cumbersome to get them all. 
and that's 59.99 and this week we have this week no this month we have aurora mm-hmm. on a lovely white stallion oh yeah then at the bottom we have an autumn 2019 pin which is actually really cute did do they always do i haven't noticed it with other neither have i other ones because we def- there definitely wasn't a summer one that i no. can remember what <laughs> but... be so silly um and so it's Bambi and Thumper, and that one's also fifty nine nine. Mm. Very cute. Then we went to the 21st. I was, oh, no, no, no. I always have to check because I usually do them because they don't do them in like a logical order. Yeah, no. <laughs> then moving on to the 19th, we have pins um, that are basically only really wanted for people who are doing the marathons and the half marathons and the 10Ks and the 5Ks and the all those runs. I would assume you have to show, like, can you buy these if you haven't done? Event unvante un- exclusive stand merchandise in Paris. You must no. have to show your medal think, or something. I think it's own because it says event exclusive. Oh, okay. So I presume that means you can only get them if you did the run. Fair. Okay. So basically, we're just going to run through these because they're <laughs> they're very very. Oh wow. Because <laughs> they're very um. <laughs> she's still laughing. <laughs> they are um very exclusive like you only can do them if you do the run there is a lanyard there is a Disneyland Paris run weekend pin with the just the logo mm-hmm. then for the 5k you have Simba that says I did it then you've got Pascal for the 10k which is real cute he's like Meh. he's so unhappy that he ran 10k and then for the 21k which is a marathon yeah. Half, mar- half mar- marathon and a half I don't know yeah. the 21k is oh it's 21.1k which must right. be a marathon yeah uh, it's Mickey and Minnie, and they're like, I did it! Which doesn't make any sense, because it's two of them. It's the same as the actual medal for that race. Yeah. So, we've got those three I did it once. Then you have one that looks exactly like the medal for the marathon. Then you just have all, basically, the medal. So, the kids race, the 36k, the medal challenge, the 31k challenge, the Castle to Chateau challenge, which we talked about before, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. The 5k medal, the 10k medal, which is beautiful. Then there's two separate pins that are just Mickey Celebrate and Mini Celebrate. Yeah. And they all range between 10 euro and the most expensive one is 15 euro. And they're all very, very limited to between 700 and 1,000. But obviously, you definitely can only get those if... Yeah. You did the run. But if you are doing the run, just have a quick look there yourselves because there's a bunch of different times and places on where you can buy them. Yeah. Then, where are we? The 19th. 21st. 21st is some lovely Peter Pan pins. The lovely ladies of Neverland. The collection inspired a a Leona Alamora bridge. Oh, so it must be like last month where they had that girl that I can't remember the name of. Yeah. They must be doing another crossover with someone. Hmm. So first we have... Is her name Lily? Tiger Lily. Yeah. I was like, I'm definitely missing something. But I was a bit racist. People don't really (laughs) refer to her a whole lot anymore. (laughs) So we have Tiger Lily and it's just basically her head. Her shoulders up. But it's very nice. Yeah. Uh, But it's limited to 400 and that's 69.9. Then we have one of the mermaids, which apparently is called Serene. I think it's supposed to be Siren. Oh, like the siren of the sea, and that's why they were trying to drown her. Oh, I'm just like serene (laughs) because that's a name. (laughs) And siren, I think they mean siren. (laughs) That's 16.99. It's also limited to 400. Then we've got a sassy little clochette, which is Tinkerbell. That's a nice tink pin. She's like, love it. That's also 16.99. And then we have a little Wendy, a little sleepy Wendy, as shit as she is. 
They are <laughs> released on the 21st okay. and you need a Lime Raider reservation to get one. Yep. And then finally we have got Stitch and Ducks. Our monthly Stitch and Ducks. You've missed something, Kate. Where? The oh, medals. The med- oh, the medallions. How could I forget the medallions? Sorry. Before Stitch and Ducks. On the 25th of September, we've got the medallions. Yes. Which I still don't get. So we've got... I think you'd happily get one of the ones this month, though. I'm not paying 26 euro for it. It's ridiculous. They are also exclusive to 150. You've got Alice. Then you have one with Thumper. And then there's one with Maximus and Pascal and all the lanterns in the back. I still think 26 euro is absolutely redonkulous for them. What would you do with it? Like, I think they must be made... Like, if they're not made of pure silver, I don't know why they're 26 euro. I just don't know what you... Because, like, a pin you can stick into a pin board or you can wear on a jacket or a lanyard. What do you do? Medallions, you put a medallion. You put them in collector's medallion books. But you can't look at those. Look at them, I know. I don't get it. Yeah. And then on the 20th of September, we've got Stitch and Ducks. Our lovely Stitch, Stitch and Duck. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's been shortchanged oh, this Oh, yeah, month. you're right. Yeah, yeah, And this week, the duck is smelling his foot. Yeah. I think it's real funny. Mm. And that's fifteen ninety nine. Available from the Disney Gallery in the Disney Village. Exciting. The next pin event is the Phantom Manor one, which is completely sold out. It's on Friday the 13th of September, but we've talked about that multiple times. If you were going on Friday the 13th... He is. That would mean you could do this Phantom Manor event in the daytime and then do the 100 character event in the nighttime. Yes, you could. Yeah, maybe that's why they did it. You could get some real real value. Oh, value. (laughs) I was like, value? (laughs) you. So yeah, that's everything for the pins this week. This week? Oh god, this month. That's like the third time I've said this week. I'm hoping this month will feel like a week because yes. as of the day we're recording this, we are 27 days. Yay! Next bit of news. We had a confirmation of something that Disneyland Paris had very heavily hinted at. Lads, we're getting Oogie Boogie at the Halloween party. Woo! Nobody's more pleased than I am. Thank God. <laughs> I'm so excited. So... The press release that came from Inside Ears states, we recently announced the program of the two Disney Halloween parties that will captivate guests at Disneyland Park on October on October 26th and 31st. Between shimmering and monstrously funny atmospheres. Monstrously uh, funny atmospheres. Hmm. You can tell that this was originally written in French. In French. <laughs> um, the park will be will be the place to be to meet Disney villains like Oogie, uh, like Oogie Boogie of the Nightmare for Christmas who will invade the place for the first time at Disneyland Paris. He's going to be creeping on over to join and you'd better... This is really difficult to read. He's going to be creeping on over to join and you'd better be on your toes as he may well jump out of the shadows and prowl around looking for fearless guests. I hope this means that he's not going to just be a roaming character and there'll be no opportunity to meet him because I will be real pissed. Yeah, I also did slightly think that possibly he's just going to be like there. Yeah. And like it's going to be one of those rush to him things. Yeah, I hope not. Well, either way, I'll, I'll be wearing my Oogie Boogie ears and... If he thinks he's getting away with not meeting me that nice, so I'd like to see him try. I'll write. <laughs> I'm moving on to other news. Yeah. Uh, the Frozen Celebration, which is going to be in Disneyland Paris, got a bit more news news. It did. So, new details about the Frozen Celebration season, which runs from January 11th to May the 3rd. In Frozen 2 Celebration Promenade, Ooh. Anna, Elsa, Kristoff, Olaf and Sven will join guests along the parade route with dancers and acrobats featuring our brand new float. 
How exciting. They already have a frozen float. Yeah, I'm kind of confused. Why did they get another one? Does this mean there's going to be a separate, like, mini frozen parade? I think so. Or so is this just a new parade, a new float onto... Frozen to Celebration Promenade. That makes it sound like it's a... Like a dance party almost. Yeah, maybe it's like a little cavalcade. Yeah. cavalcade thing. I don't know. But just with Frozen. Yeah. Then also, additionally, a Frozen-themed show should be featured on Lake Disney, which is the lake where all, uh, uh, by all the hotels yeah. during the Frozen celebration season. Uh, then ED92 also posted a visual, but it means that it's free, basically, because anyone can get into the Disney Village. Yeah. You don't have to pay for park admission. You don't have to be staying in the hotels. Mm-hmm. You can just come in on the bus and walk straight in, go through security, and boom town, you're done. Exactly. It's really cute. And then also an animation celebration... <laughs> so many celebrations I just love that it's called Animation Celebration now. It's cute That's a cute name Frozen A Musical Invitation Guests will feel what it's like to live in the kingdom of, Ar- of Arendelle Ooh. And practice dance moves and sing songs with Anna and Kristoff, Elsa And then meet Olaf How exciting It's really fun isn't it? And when does that start? So the stuff in Animation Celebration Yes Starts on November 17th Ooh. And I go on the 18th oh how exciting I, I'm so excited to meet Olaf I hope Ed is too because we're doing it yeah and you meet Olaf through I don't know if you said this you'll use the Line Birdie app oh yeah to meet Olaf very true which, which is interesting a then a lot of people are pissed about why I don't know no they used to do the meet and greet for Minnie with there with Line the Line Birdie. Birdie and there was never an issue no but a lot of people just have an issue with Line Birdie but I think that's uh, more so just not having good luck I think people just aren't savvy with it yeah so I mean I mean you'll have your phone you'll have Ed's phone don't hate the player hate the game maybe bring Ed's work phone so you have three phones that is a great idea we're doing three chances so yeah because that's interesting though because the way it's phrased is you'll see Arendelle practice dance moves and then it says and then meet Olaf but if you don't have a line birdie reservation, yeah. it makes it feel like that you do the whole experience and then you get in a queue to meet Olaf. Yeah. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. Which might lead to some very annoyed people. And sad kids. Yeah. I think there's going to be sad kids anyways because they'll, they will just assume that you can meet Anna oh, and Elsa. Yeah. Oh, that's very and true that's as well. No, really that's, the case. I don't know why you can't meet Anna and Elsa. I mean, I know why you can't meet Anna and Elsa. Uh, yeah. But I it's upsetting that you can't I saw someone post about it because when this got announced one of the Facebook groups that we're both in a lot of people were kind of giving out and complaining that you couldn't meet Anna and Elsa there wasn't even an option and they kind of posted it the I think it was the admins of the group posted a thing kind of stating why in Disneyland Paris currently it's not feasible because you only have to look at the princess pavilion where it's a lot of princesses that more often than not, for a lot of today's kids, it's probably not their favourite princess. Yeah. Let's call a spade a spade here. Mm-hmm. And the queues are a minimum of two hours long. Already, yeah. For not overly popular princesses. Yeah. Like, the days when Rapunzel is in the princess pavilion, Twitter goes crazy. Yeah. And Instagram goes mental. So, you throw in, arguably, the most popular princess. Like, look what happened with the Moana meet and greet. Yeah. They had to axe that because it was just too much. Yeah. So you take our Elsa, who's arguably the most popular princess of Disney all time character like, yeah. currently for a very specific generation. I I don't think they could. Now, may I would hope that they will build into the Arendelle area 
a whole meet and greet area. Yeah, where, like in Disney World. Yeah. Where they have like princesses there. And where it has all a sufficient queue that's indoors and that kind of thing. And I hope they do make that. Because some people were like, oh, well, why can't they just use Lion Birdie? But people have issues with Lion Birdie anyway. So that's not yeah. going to make any guests any happier. Mm-hmm. Um, so as much as I know people would really like Fran and Elsa to be available, I don't see that happening until we get to Frozen Area just purely because of logistics there's a strong mob culture in Disneyland Paris <laughs> it's terrifying at times yeah. like even I feel like Disneyland Paris has the worst mob culture because even when you go to Japan there it's very rare that you have characters that you queue up for and mm. it's a lot of characters just wandering around and you like encase them yeah. but everyone in Japan is still very polite about it and nobody shoves and nobody pushes it's very much like oh Absolutely. the character chose me that's fine or the character chose you I'll wait yeah. no problems but in Disneyland Paris it's like every man for themselves I'm gonna throw my child in front of your foot regardless of the fact that you might accidentally step on my child yeah I don't give a shit I've paid money yeah it's because even then like in the American parks like people just queue yeah not an issue people people just queue mm-hmm. uh, but there is very much a as you said mob mentality in Disneyland Paris of parents really don't care they will if they could like rugby throw their child from the other side of the park they probably straight would. into the character's hands they would so anyway yeah I mean at least getting to see Olaf is nice I think getting to meet Olaf's really cute yeah I'm very excited very excited and that's it Speaking of another season, which is, well, this one is making an epic return to Disneyland, um, we will have the return of Legends of the Force in 2020. So this will be taking place from January 11th to March 15th, which I'm real sad about because it means I miss it by a week. And so is the life of being a frequenter of Disneyland Paris. <laughs> so coming back this year will be the Star Wars A Galactic Celebration Nighttime Show, the Imperial and First Order March, the Legends of a Galaxy Far Far Away Show. You'll be able to meet Chewbacca. And a new thing is a Ooh. brand new scene in Star Tours inspired by Rise of the Skywalker. Ooh. So that'll be fun because the additional scenes for Star Tours from The Last Jedi... I really enjoy I've only seen it like once but I still really enjoy it anything new into Star Tours that means that I'm less likely to get Jar Jar Binks I will take it I love Jar Jar Binks I get it every time <laughs> in the past three I, trips I've been on once have I not got Jar Jar Binks I feel like I always get that salt planet as well I never get the salt planet really? I feel like I always get the salt planet the one the red dust no. salt stuff always get Jar Jar every time then some sad news. Yeah. Rock and roller coaster with Aerosmith officially closed. Going down. So yeah, only a few days ago did Rock and Roller Coaster eventually close its doors. There was an abundance of the I have Memorial magazine in my head, but that's not the like the little word. program thing. Yeah. <laughs> and they also had the frames as well, which they were giving away to guests with fast pass, I think. Yeah. And they were letting people keep their fast passes. Mm. They were just stamping them to say that they'd been used, which I thought was quite cute as well. So on the last day, you could only get fast passes between 12 and 2. Mm -hmm. But up until, I think they had to close off the queue 
like 10 minutes before park closing because Rock and Roller Coaster had a 90 minute wait. Wow. Because people wanted to be those last people on it. That's cute though. Um, but even after all those people left, the likes of ED92 and is it Disney Eddie? Yeah. So the only two people that I definitely saw that were on it. A, l- a little bit of Disneyland Paris media. Yeah. So Disney insiders got to go in and ride it again and kind of really in depth go through the queue and that kind of thing and mm-hmm. say their full goodbyes to Rock and Roller Coaster. I'm actually really I didn't think that I would be sad that it was gone because I always got a headache from it but I'm actually a little bit sad that Rock and Roller Coaster is gone now. Yeah, even though it always 100% gave me a headache which yeah. made me want to vomit afterwards. It's still it was still a pretty big Disneyland Paris staple. Yeah. And also someone on Twitter posted a picture of Rock and Roller Coaster with the lights on. If you saw that in the daytime outside there's not a fucking chance anybody would be going on it. It's terrifying. It's so every, everything's so close together like you think Indiana Jones is a tight coaster holy shit like I'm very glad that it was always in the dark that every turn is so tight I just I don't know why I never realised this but yeah because I mean it makes it makes sense sense. (laughs) but yeah Rock and Roller Coaster with the lights on truly terrifying yeah very very scary but then also I saw on Instagram that someone posted the new map for Walt Disney Studios yeah. And so now, because there's no Armageddon and there's no rock and roller coaster, they're not on the map anymore and it just has a little Avengers logo. Yeah. For like when Avengers arrives. When that campus opens up. Yeah, I'm still confused by that storyline, but whatever. <laughs> Either way, Avengers is going to be there. But I think it's cute that they've like, it's sad, but also cute that they've just like properly taken them all out now and just been like, boom, Avengers. I yeah. also never realized, because I never look at the map, how far back. Star tour the not Star Tours the Studio Backlot tour goes. It goes so far back. You don't realize that it goes right over beside Ratatouille. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, look at all that space you could be using for literally anything else. Look at all that space. But so, I, yeah, I think if they got rid of the town, uh, the town, if they got rid, <laughs> they got rid of the tram tour as well. I think they'd probably have to axe Lights Matters Action, and that yeah. is a people eater. Yeah, people really like so, that show. I've done it once, and I think that's. The I, only amount of time that I ever need to see it. I don't really think it's... It's not for me. ...tailored towards you. No. And don't get me wrong, at some stage, probably when I go in March, I'll probably have to go see it with Brafney, because, funnily enough, the guy that's obsessed with Carrie has never seen it. Wow. That's ah. mad, because it's a good show. Yeah. It's, it's entertaining. So, I mean, who knows? I doubt they will get rid of that unless they really have to, because it is such a people eater. Yeah. But, we'll see. Anyway... That was it for Rock and Roller Coaster Avec Aerosmith. Yes. So, in the past week, there's been some sad news for people who were planning on bringing some beverages back from Batu. The TSA have come out and say that they are banning the Coke bottles, the ones that look like the thermal detonators, from check luggage and also from hand luggage. So, the little round Coke bottles, you cannot bring them anywhere. Full, empty, nothing, nada. You're not allowed them. Which seems a bit daft. They've released a updated... They released an updated statement today. Yeah. Um, which basically read, like, we can't have them in check luggage as we can never be sure if it's a real grenade or not. Which... And I'm like, you're the TSA and you can't tell if a Coke bottle that's empty isn't a, a grenade. Yeah. Like, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's a bit... 
I don't know. I know a lot of people are probably going to be really, really sad about this because they won't be able to bring one home. I won't lie, I'm a little bit sad because it means I can't bring one home when I go next year. I'm hoping in a year's time they'll have changed their thoughts on it, but... Even if America's still there, like... Oh. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> oh, she got deep. Um, but yeah, personally, I think it's a bit ridiculous. I know the TSA are just ridiculous, full stop. Yeah. But this seems crazy now. Yeah, it seems a bit over the top, but they have confirmed because a couple of people asked on Twitter if you can still bring your lightsaber. You can still bring your lightsaber from Savvy's workshop. It just will have to go through inspection. But yeah, if there's any updates on it, we will let you know. But as of now, you cannot bring back the round Coke bottles from Galaxy's Edge. Sells. Absolutely ridiculous. So yeah, apart from that, then we move on to the Food and Wine Festival, which started in Epcot this week. Oh yeah. And it is the only time that Ireland gets a non-UK representation within Epcot. How nice. It would be if it was an Irish representation. (laughs) Now, you sent this to me the other day. Yeah. And some of it... Some of it's okay. Yeah, some of it is pretty accurate, I suppose. So, we're just talking about the little Ireland booth that they have during Food and Wine. Just for anyone interested, it was introduced in 2001. There you go. 18 years it's been there. 18 years and they still can't get authentic Irish food. I mean, I think everything to do with... Like, I don't think anything is truly yeah. accurate. Yeah, in food and wine. Anyway. Yeah, but... So, as Irish people... Yes. We're just going to give a, a, a slight little quick overview mm. of the food options available for the Ireland booth of food and wine. Yeah. Starting with, Sinead. Yeah. A roasted Irish sausage. Now, I have never heard of anyone roasting sausages, unless mm. it's in, like... Unless some Irish person sauce their goddamn mind they're doing, like, toad in the hole or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so yeah, roast Irish sausage served with Kilcannon, which is very Irish. Yes. Kilcannon is very Irish. Kilcannon is mashed potato with onion and kale. Mm. I always associate Kilcannon with Halloween because in my house, it was the only time of year that we ever had Kilcannon. That's a weird one. Every, every single <laughs> Halloween night, my folks would make Kilcannon for dinner. And there, you'd make a little well in the middle and you'd put your little knob of butter and then you'd mix a lot up. And that was dinner every single Halloween I don't know why. That's a strange one. Every single Halloween, that's what you had. And then it also comes with onion gravy. Which I see a lot in Ireland. Oh, yeah. Onion none, gravy. None of this Bisto stuff. You make proper gravy. Oh, proper gravy. Proper gravy. And we're not talking American gravy that's white. We're talking proper gravy that's brown. Mm. Thank you very much. So, yeah. I mean, with I, again, I don't really hear of anyone having a roasted sausage. No. Um, but, Unless sure. you're at a campfire. Yeah. But that's, yeah. Then secondly, we have warm Irish cheddar and stout dip. Now this sounds delicious. It also has very Irishy words in it, it like does. stout Irish. and <laughs> Irish. Yeah, like Irish, <laughs> like Irish cheddar and stout. I'd yeah. be like, oh yeah, Irish foods, but yeah. never in my life have I had an Irish cheddar and stout dip. No, but I've seen wish I did. it. Mm, yeah, it's also served with Irish brown bread, which immediately just makes me think of that McCambridge one. Oh, yeah, the one with the green plastic. Green. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so nice. So, oh, by the way, the first one was $5.50. This one's $5. And it's vegetarian. What? Uh, and then thirdly, Sinead. We have warm chocolate pudding served with Irish cream liqueur custard. Now, the Irish cream liqueur custard, absolutely. Warm chocolate pudding, not Irish in the slightest. It's not Irish at all. No. There are so many Irish desserts. Yeah. They could have done regular pudding. They could have done barn brack. Yeah. They could have done a delicious slice of barn brack. With a bit of butter. With a bit of butter on it. 
and they could have hidden rings in some of them probably not because that could lead to choking hazards but they, they could have done serve a ring with them <laughs> they could have done some Halloween brack and that would have been more appropriate for one the time of year and two it's more Irish what I just I don't that's warm like chocolate just pudding up. is not Irish it's literally like the they gave up like don't get me wrong Irish people eat a lot of chocolate however chocolatey desserts are not native to our fair all absolutely not then for beverages, yes. we have Breton Brewhouse Kalani Red Ale. What's Kalani? I see. It's not Kalani, by the way. It's Kilani. Breton Brewery. Other beers is are available. Monaghan. Is it? It is. There you go. So Breton Brewery is actually in Dun 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 What? Dun. It's Dunulty. Dunulty. Yeah, Dunulty. Dunulty. I don't know why all those constants in my mouth I could be saying that wrong but here we are we do believe it's Dunalty in County Monaghan which is where Breton Brewhouse is originated it's a small farm or small farm oh they do loads oh there you go our small brewery is housed on the farm just a short distance from the old homestead we are set amongst the rolling drumlins of County Monaghan just a few miles from the birthplace of Patrick Kavanagh the inspiration for our Indian Pale Ale Oh, there you go. Our aim is to create distinct beers that are brewed with care and affection. Our beer has created a range of well-balanced and flavoursome ales that reflect the changing face of the beer market in Ireland. Cute. That's cute. We should keep an eye out and get the boys to try it. We don't drink beer. But no, we should but keep it, an eye out and get the boys to try it. It looks like the um, kind of wanky beers that they drink. Mm. So next up we have the Bunratty Mead Honey Wine. Now, I've been in Bunratty, so it's definitely a place. Oh, Bunratty's definitely a place. But yeah, I've been there. Bunratty Mead Honey Wine. That maybe it's a very specialised thing to Bunratty. I mean, but I know when I was down in Bunratty, it was kind of like, from what I can remember, there's like an old castle down there, and there's like an old village. And I distinctly remember we went into what was meant to be a school from way back when, and there were like people like acting as teachers as they would back then, and that kind of thing. So oh. maybe it's kind of just a bit. Bunratty I, I associate with kind of old timey so I think that's where the mead comes in gotcha 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 mm. and then we have probably the most Americanized Irish thing I've ever seen in my entire life is a Guinness Bailey shake now why would you mix Guinness and Baileys together now I have had there is a chain of diners and stuff called Ruby's Canfield Cafe it's run by the bases from Green Day. Mm-hmm. And they used to have a thing called a Shake and Jesse, which is basically this. Okay. And honestly, it was delicious. That's However, me. this just reminds me of that thing that makes me so angry that Americans have called an Irish car bomb. And the bottom, we've got some lovely Dasani bottled water. So, released today, well, I say today, today when we're recording, we had the new visual for Shanghai Disneyland's Unleash Your Wicked Fun Side, which is the most hilarious name for Halloween season. What, what a title. Like, <laughs> so it features Donald's Halloween Treat Cavalcade, which I love the sound of, a cocoa-themed area in Adventure Isle, and the This Is Halloween Dance Party in Tomorrowland with Jack and Sally. This is very very halloweeny looking donald who is adorable he's got a little top hat on he's got a little little devil horns on his top hat and there's lots of bats he's like sitting on the moon it looks kind of like and he's over the castle and then there's tons of people like disney bending and dressed up around the around the front of the castle and there's pumpkins pumpkins and it has a date listed which i think let me try to read this sorry i think it's the 
1st of October till the 3rd of November. Is that next year or this year? This year. Oh, wow. So that's their, like, Halloween season. So unleash your wicked fun side. There's some great buzzwords, aren't they? It's really good. It's, I, I'm sure it translates really well. It just sounds oh, like Oh, yeah. Fair, fair, fair. But yeah, how exciting. Great. Well, that's pretty much it for the news. Except for one thing. What's that? Today's Tuesday. You know what that means. Today's special guest Tuesday was Clara Clark. Or as I like to call her, the chicken from Boo to You. Yep, because that's all we've ever seen her in. Apparently she was in a Donald Duck cartoon. So Clara Cluck is a character made by the Walt Disney Company in 1934 when she debuted in the Mickey Mouse cartoon Orphan's Benefit. Since then, she has appeared as a semi-regular character in the Mickey Mouse cartoons. In the comic books, she was shown in the Donald Duck slash Scrooge McDuck universe as Daisy Duck's best friend. Oh. There you go. Wow. She looks way different, obviously, as a character versus not as a character. I kind of re- recognize her more as not a character. Oh, you mean like her cartoon version? Yeah. I get you. So that is everything from the news for this week. So as mentioned at the start of the podcast, we're, we covered off the parks announcements from D23 last week. And this week we're going to go through Disney Plus and the studios panel. So... We'll list off everything that was announced at both and then we'll kind of go a bit more in depth about what our top picks are from each in case well prepared. I actually have these written down by hand because I found it easier to read them. Oh, there you go. So, just go through my notes. (laughs) (laughs) So, firstly, starting with Star Disney Plus. Yeah. So, starting with Disney Plus, we have The Return of Lizzie McGuire. Which everybody lost their goddamn minds That's about. because we stan Hilary Duff. We stan. Do we? Yeah. Okay. I do. Don't get me wrong. When I was a kid, I really enjoyed Lizzie McGuire. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, especially when I worked in Vans, there was not a day go went by where Hey Now was not sung at some stage. is actually going to be like because Lizzie McGuire is now 30? Yeah, but they're keeping her teenage cartoon. Oh, okay, cool. So, the little cartoon, but she's the cartoon's still a teenager. The cartoon's not going to age. I feel like that's what my life kind of feels like at times. <laughs> like, I'm 28 and I feel like there's generally just always a moody teenager that's just like, hmm. <laughs> Sitting in the corner. Yeah. On, on your shoulder. Exactly. So that's Lizzie McGuire. There's, hey. now, just to preface... A lot of the Disney Plus stuff doesn't have in-depth descriptions of what's going to happen. Just so, you know, people in my family don't give out to me for not being descriptive enough. So, next up that was announced for Disney Plus, well, it wasn't announced, we just heard a bit more about it, Mm -hmm. was High School Musical, the musical, the series. Trailer. Good Lord. Now, when you read it, it sounds stupid until you explain it. And then you're like, until you realize what it's actually about. Okay. And then it's funny. Okay, explain it to me. So, high, so it's called High School Musical, the musical. Okay. Because after the High School Musical movie, yes. they actually made a musical version of it that schools could do in their own school. So that was called High School Musical, the musical. Okay. And that was like a script that you could buy and do as a production in your school. I know because I was in one. Oh, okay. Who did yeah. you play? Oh, a cheerleader. I was in first year. Ooh. First years didn't get main roles. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and that was the 
only musical the school ever did while I was there because then our budget got cut and we weren't allowed to do any more. Oh, how sad. I know, right? So High School Musical the Musical yeah. is a musical show that you can buy the rights to and do in your own musical drama society or in your own school or whatever. Okay. So this is so this is about the school where High School Musical was filmed. Yes. The kids there yes. have never performed High School Musical the Musical. So uh, there's a new teacher that comes in and realises that they've never performed it, even though it's their school that it was filmed in. Now, this is all fictional. Okay. It's not like a documentary series, but it's, Fab. it's filmed like a documentary series, but it's fictional. If you've ever seen... Oh, what's that show on Netflix? <sighs> Crap. Do you remember that show on Netflix where all those there was the two kids and it was filmed like a the, the guy like spray painted all the dicks on the cars i know the, i know the one you're talking about but i didn't watch it oh it's got the same aesthetic to that like it it feels like it's non-fictional but it's actually fictional oh, okay so that's why it's called so basically and then the teacher decides that they're going to put on high school musical the musical so it's, it's called a series it's a series because uh, it's a tv series okay so it's called high school musical the musical the series and i feel like when they were making the title for it they just thought it was so fucking stupid that they had to keep it i mean i kind of agree yeah but i also understand why they kept it so basically that's what it's about okay and it's filmed like a documentary series that's following them but all the characters are fictional it's not real okay but it's back in the actual school that high school musical was filmed in right it's lovely it's like inception but for high school musical well there we go but i did know when this originally was came out of d23 yeah a lot of people i'd say around my age and maybe a bit older because we would have been the prime age for when high school musical came out on disney channel yeah are pissed because they're like we didn't ask for this we asked for high school musical 4 with the original high school musical cast you guys are ridiculous and i'm like hold the fucking phone everybody is so pissed at disney at the moment for not producing original content you asked for more high school musical content and they've given you something pretty damn original and what i think will actually be kind of funny yeah even from the trailer the trailer's quite comical so why are you complaining that they've actually given you something original rather than just churn out the exact same actors that we've seen in three previous movies yeah i'm quite happy with it i think it's gonna be good i mean i'll probably give it a watch at some stage whenever we get disney plus but um yeah i mean the name makes a lot more sense now and i don't hate it quite so much yeah that's it another announcement we got was monsters at work on the first day of work for the Feldman's character, the Monster Factory switches to laugh power after he spent all his time in school training to scare. Oh, that sounds exciting. Oh, I do like that. That actually sounds pretty cool. The little animation picture that we have for it is pretty cute. Yeah. So it'll actually be interesting. It's an interesting concept, like how people transitioned from scaring to laughing. Yeah. I think it looks great. Then we have the whole cast of Marvel's What If... Yeah. Which is an animated show, mm. which I didn't realize, <laughs> but it is. It's an animated show and it's basically, I think this is the one that all of the, yeah, almost the entire cast of the MCU will be lending their voices to the animated show. There you go. Except for Tom Holland. Um. <laughs> I saw, I saw a thing and it was an article that it was one of those like 
clickbaity articles and it was like best way to get rid of spot best ways to get rid of a spider and someone quote retweeted it and it was like have a dispute with sony <laughs> i <laughs> laughed that's very funny <laughs> i was like this is great i enjoy this and um, we also had some more details come out about marvel's loki so it takes place in the time between when he disappears with the tesseract and kind of everything that he went through then i'm very intrigued yes because tom hiddleston i mean i'm always happy to see tom hiddleston he's great he's fab but yeah i mean i quite like loki i think loki's a really interesting character he's a funny character as well he's very entertaining he's kind of like that i feel like anti-hero is definitely the wrong term he's like that anti-villain he's not really a villain no but he's very much like he's not good either no very yeah yeah. so he's kind of like do you know who he's like he's like lock shock and barrel from the night before christmas they're not really villains they don't really do anything that bad but they're still not good but they're not good Mm -hmm. they just kind of facilitate other villains at times exactly so yeah i'm excited i'm excited then after marvel's loki we have marvel's falcon and the winter soldier i mean i'm always happy to see sebastian stan doing anything Mm, yes disney also confirmed that emily van camp is set to return as sharon carter the character she first appeared as in captain america the winter soldier there will also be a new character within the mcu called john walker which will be played by wyatt russell next up also from marvel studios we have wandavision which i'm very intrigued yes because they've basically said that this is going to sit somewhere in between what you'd expect from marvel those epic marvel cinematic moments and the dick van dyke show and it's going to be like almost kind of like a family sitcom but marvel wanda and vision yeah hmm and I'm so intrigued Is it as because to what they're the, the only, like, hell. funny couple in I, the MCU? I don't know, but I'm... Ve- I'm s- the, that description of it's going to be sit somewhere between your Marvel Spectaculars and uh, the Dick Van Dyke show. I'm like, huh? What does this mean? Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. It's bizarre. Huh. But, sure, here we are. Huh. And then we have some more new original series from Marvel, so which include Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and what everyone is most excited for, Moon Knight. What's Moon Knight? I believe it's a bit of a cult classic within the MCU. Like, not the MCU, but like Marvel fans. Yeah. So, there's currently no release date or cast yet for Moon Knight, but the series will focus on mercenary Mark Spector, who's left for dead in the Egyptian desert and saved by the moon god Khonshu. Even as Mark returns home and becomes a costume crime fighter, the series will explore whether he's truly empowered by Conchu or simply insane. Ooh. Yes. Oh, this article, by the way, is from IGN, and they've said Moon Knight was on our shortlist of Marvel characters we'd like to see Keanu Reeves play when he makes his MCU debut. We'll see if that casting choice pans out. So yeah, they will... So then there's also She-Hulk and Ms. Marvel. There's loads of them. There's tons of them. So exciting. Everything's so exciting. Yes. Then, leaving Marvel, Sinead. We also got some more details and saw some trailers and stuff for the plethora of live-action movies that will also be coming out on Disney+. Plus. So, we have Stargirl, which is a coming-of-age story based off a novel. There's Timmy Failure. Mistakes were made. The story of Timmy and his world-class detective agency, which sounds gas. Mm-hmm. We saw some clips and the stars of the Lady in the Tramp live-action. Now... We all know we have the live actions. I haven't liked a single one. 
and I don't even know if I necessarily like this. However, the dogs were cute. The dogs are adorable. The full cast of dogs were rescue dogs that were all adopted by the crew after the film. Oh, that's so cute. And I'm all about rescue all the animals, adopt, don't shop. This made me so happy. And did you see the little like video of Lady? She was like sitting up on her hind legs and like giving the paw to all the photographers. Oh, it was adorable. So yeah. I'll probably watch it because it'll be there. Who doesn't love a good doggo movie? See, the thing is, right? If you make the live actions and put them on D D D twenty three, no. If you make the live actions and put them on Disney Plus, fine. I'm like, sure, go totally fine. Go crazy. Don't use them as a crutch because you're not bothered coming up with original content. Yeah, but if you want to make them to just add to your bundle and put on Disney Plus, which people are paying a monthly subscription for, for crazy, absolutely, do it. Do it with all the movies that involve dogs. Dogs, do it with 101 Dalmatians, adopt 100 Dalmatians, beautiful. But don't use that as the only content that you're releasing for an entire year. Great. But, anyways, also, we also had Togo based on the true story of how a man and his dog embark on a life saving mission. Amazing. Amazing. And there's also Noelle starring Anna Kendrick as Santa's daughter. I'm not a big Christmas movie gal myself, but this actually looks like it'd be quite funny, and I do really enjoy Anna Kendrick. I was about to say, not only am I, am I a big Christmas fan, I'm also a big Anna Kendrick fan. I do, I do enjoy Anna Kendrick, and this does look pretty great. Yeah, I'm very excited. Well, I just love Christmas movies. Her costumes in it also look fab. They had a bunch of her costume changes at D23. Yes. They're all so cute. Yeah, so. How exciting. It's like Elf met Santa Claus. Like the movies. Let's not mention the word. Then we have Muppets Now. So the Muppets will be starring in an unscripted short form series called Muppets Now. A teaser video was shown at D23. Expo crowd featured Kermit excited to tell the crowd about what the Muppets have planned. But legal prevents them from being described. What? What? Hmm? Sorry. But legal prevents them from describing what will be the focus of the show, what celebrity guests might appear, and more. So basically, they can't say anything. But it's exciting because an unscripted show, that means improv galore. Yeah. Improv is always the funniest. Yeah. So that's exciting. So the the series is planned for 2020. Excellent. We also have Diary of a Female President. Diary of a Female President is the story of a 12-year-old girl who's trying to make her way through school before eventually becoming the President of the United States. It's an interesting thing to release in the current political climate, but here we are. Mm, yes. The series features Jane and the Virgin's Gina Rodriguez as the adult version of the character. Why not? Sure, absolutely. Then we have Star Wars The Clone Wars. Ooh. Previously confirmed for a return to Disney+, Plus, has been confirmed for a February 2020 debut on the streaming service. Kathleen Kennedy confirmed the return window on the stage at Disney 23's D20, Disney's D23 Expo, but did not show new footage. Sneaky. So they were just like, yeah, it's happening. That's it. End of. No more. Sneaky. We had some more information and a trailer come out for The Mandalorian. Disney brought out Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni. I'm probably saying that wrong, but anyways. To discuss the process of making the upcoming Star Wars series, The Mandalorian, for Disney+. Plus. With the planned launch on November 12th, Favreau brought out the cast of Pedro Pascal, Gina Carano, Carl Weathers... Giancarlo Esposito and Taika Waititi. Uh, Waititi confirmed he is playing IG-11 while some new photos showed someone frozen in carbonite and fight scenes. A trailer for The Mandalorian was also shown to the crowd and simultaneously released online. This 
looks so freaking good mm, and yeah, this is what does. I'm most excited for for Disney Plus this looks insane it looks like the exact same production level as the last Star Wars movies we've gotten just in a series form and it looks so dark and it's the one thing like Star Wars does try and keep things it's serious but it's still quite light like mm-hmm. you don't see a lot of gory death yeah yeah whereas even in the trailer there was a bit of gory death mm-hmm. yeah so I'm all about this this looks insane I'm very excited then we have Rogue One series as previously announced Disney Plus will be home to a new series based on the Rogue One characters Cassian Andor and K2SO the two stars appeared on stage oh Diego Luna and Alan Alan and Diego yeah the two stars appeared on stage discussing in vague terms their spy series which is currently in pre-production and scheduled to shoot next year despite the two main characters Diego and Alan wanting to release it Kathleen Kennedy would not let them unveil the title of the series which means it has one they're just not allowed to say it they're being very coy mm-hmm. don't you Kathleen Kennedy yeah, I think it's all Kathleen's fault <laughs> and something that was a brand new announcement which I'm very excited about is an Obi-Wan Kenobi series which is yes. coming to Disney Plus so after rumours and reported deals Ewan McGregor appears on stage to confirm he will be reprising his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi in the upcoming Disney Plus series think of the money he's being paid oh boy. See, he loved being part of Star Wars so much, he would probably do it for pittance. (laughs) He's not, but he probably would. So, according to Kathleen Kennedy, again, all the scripts have been written for the series and it will begin filming in 2020. No plot or release details were confirmed. But I'm so excited. I love Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm -hmm. And I love Ewan McGregor. So, I'm, I'm a happy bunny. Excellent. So, that was everything for the Disney Plus panel. Yeah. We just talked in extension about our favourite ones, which were High School Musical and The Mandalorian. Yes. But there is a bit more info out there if you guys are interested. We highly suggest just giving it a bit of goog. And you'll find everything you need to know there. Exactly. All the trailers and stuff are out as well, so just have a quick little look. So the one extra thing that is coming to Disney Plus is a cast member documentary. Yes. Called One Day at Disney. Which is also going to be a book, which I didn't realise when it was first announced. You can currently pre-order it on Amazon. Yeah. It's going to be $50. That's expensive. It is expensive, isn't it? I feel like that's less than a day's pay for a Disney World Ooh. cast member. Yeah. <laughs> Unpopular opinion, but you know, whatever. It's, they're, they're saying that it's going to go through cast members all across the globe in various different roles so some will be ride operators some will be disney store cast members some imagineers stuff like that and kind of covering the broad yeah the broad title that is disney cast member because it can cover literally anything but it was met with some backlash because there are a lot of cast members that are not being paid correctly there are a hell of a lot of cast members that are not being being treated correctly so a lot of people are kind of a bit like really we're gonna just show off that everything's happy and fun but I mean I will it will remain to be seen this was actually something that we said we wanted when they first announced Disney Plus I remember saying on the podcast that we hoped that they would do some form of behind the scenes Imagineer I just don't feel like this is what we asked for though like this is gonna be a cookie cutter glazed over isn't it amazing to work for Disney? Because even watching the trailer, there's one woman who speaks the most in it and she's like, 
it just it makes me so happy every day to come in and do my job and I'm sure maybe her job is very happy and she does enjoy it and there was one security guard they talked to and he was like it just makes my day but I feel like it's gonna be extremely glazed over that being this being a class member is hard very hard and not always rewarding no so I'm intrigued to see what this is I hope that they don't fully go down the bias train Mm. but we'll see when we eventually get Disney Plus that is whenever that'll be so after the Disney Plus panel we then had the movies panel yes so with this we got a lot of extra trailers we got a couple of release dates and we got a lot of visuals visual I think that was the I think that should have been the tagline for D23 this year was the year of the visuals the year of the visuals last year was year of the Star Wars this year is year of the visuals I mean this year is still quite a bit of Star Wars but still there was I see what I mean it's just I know one thing that we did get, we got the brand new trailer for Star Wars, The Rise of the Skywalker. Have you watched this new trailer? I don't think so. Now I'm looking at it. I don't think I have. Ray has a shiny new lightsaber at the end of it. Oh. It flips out. Like a flip phone? It's, when you first see her, there's a whole lot of other stuff in the trailer as well, but this is just like the final bit. She's wearing all black and it's, she's holding onto a lightsaber that has two like this oh. and she flips it and it turns into like a Darth Maul looking lightsaber wow how it exciting looks intense I watched this when I was over in Slough and then I watched it the next day with my boss and he was again losing his goddamn mind that's amazing so I'll have to give it a I'll have to give it a watch there's a really funny gif online of this exact moment but rather than it just being her lightsaber she like flicks it and all the attachments for a Swiss army knife come out in I my lightsaber form <laughs> And it's great. Excellent. So, yeah. Then we got a confirmation about Black Panther 2. Um, we got a nice little release date, which is May 6th, 2022. I'm always going to be excited to see more Black Panther because that movie was, that was absolutely a fantastic amazing. movie. I loved Black Panther. Oh, it was so Shuri good. is, I think, next to Spider-Man, my like favourite Marvel character ever like Shuri and Spider-Man are just just as equal on the top I love them both that's a good call but literally nothing else was really said uh Kevin Feige Kevin Feige Feige Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. um, Kevin Feige even declined to give the proper name of the film or any details so he literally only got the release date hmm interesting yeah so even though it was already confirmed at San Diego Comic-Con we got an official confirmation in 2023 well Keeping on the Marvel train, Marvel's Eternals got some spotlight. So Kit Harrington will be joining the MCU, but not as Wolverine, which a lot of people were hoping and wishing for, I would say. But I think they're going to have to pry Wolverine out of Hugh Jackman's mm. cold dead hands. Yes. Um, he will be playing <laughs> a character called Din Whitman, who is a non-Eternal, but has a lot of history in the Marvel comics and is one of the characters who has used the Black Knight name. So this will be interesting. That. Uh, we didn't get a whole lot of information about it but yeah I mean, a lot of, the, a lot of these come ex- uh, sorry a lot of these come with like a car screech ending <laughs> yeah so either way always excited for some more for some more Marvel goodness then we have Marvel's Black Widow it also included a screening of Black Widow uh, which was footage similar to seen at San Diego Comic Con mm-hmm. but even more scenes were showcased at D23 including a look at Stranger Things David Harbour ooh in costume as the Red Guardian. A uh, new conversation between Scarlett Johansson's Nat and Florence Pugh's Elena. Yelena, and a bit more action. And that was literally it. We had some more 
visuals for Disney's Maleficent Mistress of Evil. <laughs> I won't go into this. I've not looked at it. I don't care. They've released pictures today, which our lovely pals over at Once Upon a Screen were already saying, boy, does this look crap. And I'm like, yes, it looks as shite as the first one was. And that's as far as I'm going to go. Amazing. Then we have Jungle Cruise. Woo! My favourite Disney ride, even though I've never been on it. I'm so excited. <laughs> Nothing makes me happier than Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So, Disney's Jungle Cruise, Jamin The Wap Johnson and Emily Blunt appeared on stage to bring footage of Disney's upcoming Jungle Cruise film to the D23 crowd. I'm going to read this because it's actually really funny. The two played up their on-screen and social media chemistry by showing dueling trailer. Johnson's first one made him out to be the sole star, while Blunt brought footage that more properly highlighted her character, given that the film is a two-hander with both as leads. So, yeah, it was really funny because The Rock came out and said that the last time he was on a Disney stage, he was literally a god, as in demigod, of because he was Maui. And Emily Blunt said, well, I'm Mary Poppins. So, yeah. <laughs> it was actually really great. So, yeah. basically, the theme, the theme of the movie, the plot of the movie, is that The Rock's character takes Emily Blunt's character and Jack Whitehall, who... I don't know if any of you know, but there's a funny story about Jack Whitehall that he, when Frozen was in production, he came in and did a voice for one of the trolls in Frozen. Oh, I didn't know that. was told it was going to be used in the film. And then he went to go see the film in the theatre. And I think he told like his niece or possibly his daughter. I'm not sure if it was his daughter, but he told like someone, a family member. member, And then he watched the movie and turns out it had been cut. Oh my God, that's so sad. (laughs) And Jack Whitehall is forever bitter about it. He's like the biggest movie freaking ever in his like lifetime. And he came into Disney, recorded a voice for it for one of the oh. trolls, and then it got cut. So now I'm very happy to see the Jack Whitehalls back in Disney. Oh, bless them. So The Rock takes Emily Blunt and Jake Whitehall basically on a boat to find a magical tree while fighting off Germans who are also looking to gain the healing powers of the tree. That was my synopsis of after reading The Jungle Cruise. Wow. What? Yeah. Do we know when this is coming out? Um, I think it's next year. I have a feeling it's at Christmas because I was I like really the rock so. Christmas. So while Kate is trying to find the exact date, myself and Brefney have this wonderful tradition that we like to do called The Rock Before Christmas, where on a Christmas Eve, we watch a Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie. So the first year we did it, we watched Moana in the cinema. And then the second year we did it, we watched jumanji and then last year we just watched a rock documentary on the wwe network and kate's just made me real sad because no. it's actually coming out in july it's coming out in july Sorry. we'll just watch it on christmas eve yeah you can just hold out yeah <laughs> so yeah that's pretty much jungle cruise i'm very excited i like everybody in this movie i like the rock i love emily blunt i really like jack whitehall so yeah i'm very excited for this movie good times all around Next up, yeah. another Disney villain. Uh-huh. We had some more visuals and information released for the 2021 remake of Cruella. Cruella de Vil, Cruella de Vil. If she doesn't scare you, no evil thing will. Emma Stone is playing Cruella. Emma Thompson is also involved in this. Now, don't get me wrong. The two of them are two of arguably my favourite women. All the Emmas. I bloody love Emma Stone and Emma Thompson is... She's just great. Mm-hmm. You can't beat Emma Thompson. She's fab. But they released a picture of Cruella 
And let me tell you, she looks bloody fab. It's great, isn't it? It's a really lovely take. She looks amazing. So we also learned that the film is directed by I, Tanya's Craig... Gillespie, there we go. And it's set in 1970s London with a punk rock style to it. All about that. The film was confirmed in 2016 and is a live action prequel that follows the life of a young Cruella de Vil from the well-known Disney animated movie. So I'm super excited about this. I hope to God they don't do what they've done with every other Disney villain and every other remake where they make the villain absolutely shite. From the picture, I'm going to go with no. I hope not. She looks pretty devilish. Yeah, I'm hopeful for this because she looks cruel, if you will. Unreal. (laughs) I'm so excited. Then we have Disney's Mulan. So despite recent controversy surrounding Mulan's lead actress... Did you hear about this? No. She came out saying that she fully supports the Hong Kong government and everything to do that's going on with China and then was literally just like well I've said it now come at me and Disney are trying to Disney are trying to keep it down lock but I only found this out the other day I was real excited for this movie no oh that's sad yeah um, Disney brought footage of the live action remake of the animated, animated classic to D23. The footage included the scene in which Mulan prepares to meet with the matchmaker as well as the meeting itself. The footage also showed off soldiers coming to ask for a man from every family to volunteer for the army, with Mulan's father volunteering to spy an injured leg. So yeah. Well, that's sad, isn't it? She, what's she, happening in Hong Kong isn't right. <laughs> no, she literally put out a tweet that said, I support the Hong Kong police. And then was kind of like, well, I've said it now, so come at me. Ooh, that's yeah. ballsy. Disney will just not pay you. <laughs> well, I mean, if the movie absolutely fucking bombs, yeah, then yeah. because no one wants to support her. Yep. So that's that. So. Next up is Pixar's Soul. So Pixar finally unveiled some details about its mysterious upcoming animated film, Soul. Uh, including the voice cast and plot details Pixar also debuted the first look of the film set for release in 2020 can I just say these things the souls yeah look like the things from Inside Out the little beans I thought they looked like the Will of the Wisp from Brave maybe it's they, actually now that you say it, it's kind of crossed between the two yeah a bit more green a bit less blue but yeah. I thought they kind of looked like the wisps from Brave it, rem- it reminded me of like do you know like the long term memory beans from Inside Out oh yeah the ones that do triple down gum they Does, look a bit like them doesn't now on the other visual that they've put of the actual land doesn't it look like Terror of Terror I thought it looked like um, an in- the Incredibles logo <laughs> we're getting very different <laughs> bit like territory isn't yeah. it though I yeah. think it's the colour more so than anything but anyway, so yeah that was yeah. soul exciting then oh my goodness I've clicked out of everything always love more Pixar call the police I've lost all of my information then we had more we basically had the cast on stage from Disney's Onward which is Tom Holland and why is his name Chris Pratt yeah I was like Chris Tarrant <laughs> that would be great I was like Chris Chris Tyrant. Yeah, so Pixar's Onward, we had... Pixar showed off a whole host of new footage for another of its upcoming films, Onward, which stars Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. But perhaps overshadowing the several minutes of footage previewed to the D23 crowd was Tom Holland's appearance on stage, to which he was met with huge bouts of applause because the week previous to D23, it was announced that this whole debacle was happening with Sony and Disney and that Sony are no longer giving Disney the rights to have Spider-Man because... Disney wanted more money and Sony now have no money because they're not going to... Anyway, 
basically what happened was Tom Holland was the only thing that came from this Onward panel because no one really cared about Onward everybody just wanted to see Tom Holland and yeah. basically give him a big hug because it's not his fault that this is happening no. and I'm sure he's so upset that it is because he was a he was doing a great job as Spider-Man yeah and I'm sure he was absolutely loving it but basically Tom Holland came out and just said I really appreciate you guys' support it's been a very difficult and complicated week but all I have to say is you guys are great and I love you all 3000 so cute bless him little cutie pie <laughs> as much as I love him I will not watch him in a Spider-Man movie purely made by Sony yeah I refuse we didn't actually speak about it but honestly like that is the epitome of cutting off your nose to spite your face yeah so basically the way that it was before was Disney got 5% of the profits and Sony got 95% of the profits I thought it was only 3 I thought it was 5 oh it could be wrong either way Disney got a very small percentage either 3 or between 3 and 5% profits from the Spider-Man movies and Sony took 95 to 97% and Disney had turned around and said we want to keep making these movies and we want to keep making them great so we need more revenue from them to continue them and Sony said no it's either your measly 3% that you're currently getting or nothing at all and so Disney said fine take Spider-Man yeah which is really sad and it also means that Disney can't reference so in the upcoming MCU movies they can't reference anything that's happened in the first two Spider-Man movies so the characters yeah anything like any characters related to him any storylines that happened with him this whole thing where Mysterio announced that his name was Peter Parker you can't announce you can't talk about any of that the fact that the Kree are um, there in the movie as well. I can't talk about that. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And yeah. Sony have made such a stupid mistake. They have. And it, it was really interesting seeing people talk about it online because people were very split in the middle. There were some people that were like classic Disney trying to take over everything. They own enough things, blah, 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 blah. And then there was the people who were along the lines of, well, Sony, you could have had half of the massive amounts of money that Disney are helping make you with Spider-Man, or you can have what will probably be nothing, because as history has shown, the Sony standalone Spider-Man movies are shite. Have not been good. They're crap. And now they're going to be been worse. Good. So, yeah. It's, it's quite interesting. As much as I, to a degree get what people are saying that Disney make enough money as is and whatnot. At the end of the day, if they're putting the resources that they were into that movie, they should be getting their fair share of it. Yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. So But anyway, it's still it's never set in stone with these kind of contracts. It could all flip around in a day, so we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. Then we have a new announcement which was Disney's Raya and the Last Dragon. Yeah. So Disney announced a new animated film, Raya and the Last Dragon, for Thanksgiving release of twenty twenty. The cast includes Cassie Steele as Rhea and Sisu the dragon is voiced by, oh, I don't want to offend anybody. Aquafina? Aquafina? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Aquafina. Rhea and the Last Dragon is set in the fictional world of Kumandra, an ancient earth that venetrates and worships dragons. Mm. The production team travelled to Laos, Thailand, Cambodia, Bali and Indonesia to take inspiration from the beautiful and diverse cultures of Southeast Asia. It looks fun. I like it. I'm excited. Yeah. And then the... Big hitter from the 
Studios panel was the announcements for Disney's Frozen 2. So Disney announced a few casting additions to Frozen 2. Westworld's Evan Rachel Wood and Black Panther's Sterling K. Brown and debuted a host of new Frozen sequel footage. Who was also in Us. There you go. It's Chris Sterling K. Brown. So Frozen 1 and 2 work together to form one complete story. So this should mean that we might not get any more Frozen after it, but we won't... We won't hold anything to that because let's call a spade a spade. Disney, like, milk everything for as much as it's worth. So, uh, director Chris Bucket said at D23, it's a story that starts in the past. In these Disney films, we tend to kill off the parents. Well, we're bringing them back. Whee! What a blunt way of putting it. Um, principal cast for the film also came out on stage at D23 to sing the new song from the film. Some things never change. You said it, Disney. Some things never change. Yeah. ED92, who were at D23, I think they showed an extended scene from Frozen. Um, people weren't allowed to film, so you shouldn't be able to find it online, but hey ho. it's probably somewhere. But ED92 tweeted and just said, Frozen 2, you are not ready. Oh, that was pretty much D23, ladies and gentlemen. We're all wrapped up. Exhausting. So much information. So much information, and yet really not, not a lot that of much new information. information. <laughs> yeah. A lot of it, and I think that's just kind of the age that we live in now. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're such a knowledge-hungry Yeah, we're like, we society. need it, we want it, we need it, we want it. Gimme, 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 gimme. Exactly. So, I mean, imagine how boring it would be if they just didn't announce anything until D23. We'd have nothing to talk about all year. What would we do our podcast about? Jeez. I don't know. Speaking of non-D23 things to talk about, though. Yes. We're finally going to go back to Fantasyland next week. Fantasyland! extravaganza yeah so I will post some stage over the weekend on our Instagram stories what attraction you guys think we should start with and kind of get a gauge from that no like we did with Frontierland Adventureland but see there was only two (laughs) for Adventureland so it was just click one button or the other oh yeah fair so I'm gonna pop up a little questions thing and we'll go from there as to what people where people think we should start but we'll see we'll see what the people say we'll go with what the people say so much for listening guys hit us up on instagram twitter anything you know where we are uh, i wouldn't hit us up on twitter we never use that oh don't do that yeah instagram where instagram's where the party's at yes. as once upon a screen say <laughs> at mickey waffles pod we're forever putting up questions and polls and everything else so go give us a follow there we love following people back and making new disney friends so if you've discovered the podcast from somewhere let us know tell us that you're listening it makes us so happy yeah it actually makes my day yeah and yeah that's pretty much it cool thanks so much for listening guys bye good morning 